Hello and welcome to the Move the Line Prop Drop Show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ryan Noonan back to talk about the best way, the most profitable way to bet on NFL football, and that is through player props. Live here, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Friday on our 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel, giving you our favorite player props and taking your questions. So if you're hanging out with us, we appreciate it. Uh, if not, you got to find us on YouTube every week. Jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite prop is this week. Uh, if you want our thoughts on a play, Feel free to ask. You want to, you know, mock the fantastic work that we do here. Do that too. We'll get to as many as we can. Uh, that portion of the show. Um, again, joining us live on YouTube is your best chance to get the same number of price on these props. Um, if you prefer the podcast version, should be able to find that in your feed every Friday evening. Uh, so subscribe in both places. That way, you do not miss an episode. Support the free content uh, by subscribing goes a long way in helping us. Put out great tools and content here at 4 for 4. Joining me here, as always, Connor Allen, uh, who just nearly avoided the clown suit for the show here this week. Connor, what's going on? Oh, man. For those of you guys who did not tune in for week one, I bet that if Anthony Richardson threw for more than 250 passing yards, I would have to show up in today's show in a full clown suit. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, I was sweating. I, you know, I was very confident that they were going to go run heavy, that they were not going to push the pace. And they did the exact opposite. Shane Steichen came out. And pushed the pace. They were snapping the ball with 15, 20 seconds left on the clock. Everything was schemed up perfectly. I honestly kind of equated to what we saw last year from Brian Dable and from Daniel Jones. Everything was just clicking perfectly. And so I'm just taking the L there, moving on very quickly. And uh, not, yeah, there you go. There, there's the clown. <laughs> That's as much as I get for this week. Uh, for those of you listening, I got a nice clown outfit here with Sal uh, blasting it. But I deserve it, honestly. But honestly, mid-show, our mid mid Sunday, I'm sitting there in Buffalo Wild Wings in Vegas, just like hungover as shit, like absolutely just you know pissed off right now because Anthony Richardson killing me and killing all my bets, and I'm shopping for clown suits, like literally on Amazon, scrolling through my phone, like just figuring out like damage control, you know, like what else am I gonna do? So my Sunday Did you was buy interesting. Anything? Yeah, yeah, 19, 20 bucks on. You gonna get like a nice wig, some glasses, a whole suit, and I was gonna have my wife do some makeup for me. It was. Uh, it was going to be good. So I might have to run it back with some more bets because eventually I think one of us got to be in a clown suit uh, on this show. Well, <clears throat> I don't know about clown suit, but maybe some other uh, attire depending on how the week goes. But uh, we'll see how that kind of parses itself out. Uh, go, again, joining us in the spot every week, uh, gentlemen from Odds Jam. Uh, if you are not familiar, you can find him on Twitter at Slop Rules. It is John. Hi, Slop. Slop, what's going on? How are we doing today, buddy? I'm just living the dream, man. I'm just <laughs> waiting until Sunday. I cannot wait. Yeah, second week is always interesting for me to, to, to handicap. We talked about it a little bit on, on Wednesday's show. Two episodes of Move the Line each week. This is a prop drop on Fridays. Game previews, Connor, myself, Sharp Clark, 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. I just talked about, you know, I think sometimes it's really hard. Like, we wait all season for football. We, like, just dig into – coaching changes, team scheme changes, player changes, everything. And we come with these really fully formed takes by the time that we get to like week one. And then we get one week of 60 minutes of football. And then like, what do we do with that? Is that, you know, you want to not overreact, but you don't want to underreact too. like things change and getting ahead of that sometimes can be advantageous as well. So week two is always, I think, tricky to handicap and I'm excited to see what we can parse through for the people this week. If you want to get the official plays, from us over at 444, you need a betting subscription. It gets you access to literally everything on the site. So it's not just betting. If you play fantasy, best ball, you're getting into like the pick'em sites, you need rankings, 
projections, any of that, that is where you want to be. Betting sub gets you access also to the Discord. The subscriber Discord is where all of the official picks are pushed through originally. Great active chat. Absolutely love our Discord community. They are fantastic. Uh, again, even if Connor and I aren't in there, which we usually are, uh, you know, my wife falls asleep um, on my phone in Discord chatting with people, uh, you know, live sweating bets on Sunday, Thursday night football as well. A great place of like-minded uh degenerates which i use you know in an endearing way um if you're playing dfs dj or tj and daigler in there too four for four.com slash plans week one is going to get you a 25 percent discount on your subscription so check that out if you need uh any help there hit us up on twitter happy to help you so again live lines for week two that you can bet on right now not here no stale bread we talked about last week we want to make sure that we can get as many people in with us as possible Connor, floor is yours. Week two, let's get it started. Yeah, so I got a lot of my unders out of the way early in the Discord. So uh, we're going to bank some overs this week. I'm feeling nice. it. Yeah, let's go. I know. I, I came on the show last week and talked about an under, and I think Slop was, like, disgusted. Like, you know, like, I came up. on the show. Yeah, yeah, he was mad. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to bring the heat this week. Um, we're going to start it off with Nick Chubb, over 75 and a half rushing yards. Saw almost all the work last week before uh, before the game was out of hand, before it was 24-3. to 3. Jerome Ford wound up with 15 carries, but saw eight of those in the fourth quarter. And Chubb just coming off ripping a Bengals run defense that actually has been pretty good over the last few years with DJ Reader. And, you know, rushed for over 100 yards. Now he lines up, matches up against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers will be without Cam Hayward, who was one of the best run defenders in run-stop win rate. And then uh, on top of this, this, this number is just too low. Nick Chubb's hit the over in this on 14 of 18 games, including 77 and 113 rushing yards against Pittsburgh last year. So more work, great matchup. Like it's all adding up here. I know this is not normally my shtick is to play high over overs, but I mean, I just can't fathom why this number is below 80, honestly. Cam Hayward's a big thing here, Slop. What do you think about uh, Nick Chubb? You were shaking your head uh, right away. No, I liked, I got nervous because I heard him say, I was like, oh God, he's, he's, dropping in the uh, 75 plus yard market and i'm kind of living there right now with a couple guys so i was like thank god he didn't just say my guy i do like chubb though i he looked good like i didn't expect him to kill the Bengals last week so any of those numbers like the the ford guy like that was that was a beating and you know, you know what i mean that game was over by the time he got in so we don't know what a four quarter game from chubb looks like yet but uh but if the first three quarters last week were any indication i think it looked pretty good yeah, I like it too. I, you know, I typically the other one I'm waiting for on Chubb is our standard, as we talked about last week, the over 15 and a half longest rush. If we can get that, that'd be fantastic. Uh, that's not pop a little bit yet. They've popped some like longest rush in that game, but not Chubb. They're wisely uh, waiting for that one. So that's how yeah. you know it's gonna work, Ryan. Proof always. That's how you know it's gonna work. Yeah, I Can't mean, get I feel like we're getting this first play i mean like we're gonna get a little kick return out to the 20 and then just like an 80 yard ripper to the end zone for <laughs> yeah. nick chubb that means you're gonna find something else for that game though connor because what are we gonna watch after that <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> actually you know what's up i do have an under in that game uh even, as well so even better your least favorite but it's just yes. like you know rooting on the over of how often kenny pickett sucks so i think that yeah that, no that's, that's good really that's good it's just you have to like reprogram yourself that's all yep Get him there eventually. This is this is more overs than I was expecting for Connor in the first two weeks of the season. So we're we're okay. Uh, Slop, how about you? Floor is yours for your first week two play. All right, so you might as well hit hard. Why not James Cook, hundred plus rushing yards plus nine fifty at DraftKings? Here's the thing: 
He's never done this before, so there is that. But he did have <laughs> a 99-yard game last season. He barely played last year. And if you watch last game, he he looked pretty good. I mean, given the fact that they were playing the Jets, that's a really good defense. Like, really, they, they looked very good to me. The Bills never really got their footing, it looked like. Josh Allen kept turning the ball over left and right, left and right. They lost, so the Bills are probably coming out pretty strong, I would say. Like, this is a – this is a must win that that type of, you know, I hate to say that, but you know what I mean? Like week two is when those 0-1-1 teams, especially the good ones, they're going to show up. So here we go. We got that. Now on the flip side, the Raiders run defense did not look great last week against Javante uh, Williams and uh, Piron, I think, for the Broncos. Neither one of those guys are very explosive, though. So like they, they James Cook should be able to take advantage in ways that those two were not able to take advantage last week. We're talking plus 950. If you want, you could do 75 plus at plus 300 at DraftKings. But I mean, 50 and a half, I think, at FanDuel is like minus 115. So I mean, there's all kinds of ways to play this. I'm dead serious, man. Like, why not just go 100 plus plus 950? Like, seriously, what's stopping you? That's hot. Great day to get rich. It's yeah. not that uh, crazy, did, O'Connor. That's all I'm saying. Did you like, look at? Not, I, I don't think that's plus nine fifty crazy. That's all I'm saying. That, that's the way I kind of view things. Is that is this plus nine fifty crazy? I don't think so. Did you look at combined yards at all? Because that's interesting to me too, a little bit with I, his work I, in the passing game. You could break a big one. So, all right. So, hang on. What have, they had something, but they didn't have a lot up earlier, and it was kind of weird. DraftKings price is, price is weird. Yeah, 100 plus is plus 320. 125 plus is plus 850. I don't know. I just, all right. So, also, too, let's go game script. I think the Bills just come out and start killing them. Like, I'm dead serious. I, I think that that could be a bloodbath. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be, but like, like, there are, you know, possibilities, like uh, realities that maybe the Bills just come out and just steamroll them. So, if that happens, maybe we're running more. You know what I mean? So why not just get, why not just get this kid 100 yards for the first time? Come on, he had 99 last year. He was right there. Like he needs a 100 yard game. If he's your guy, then he's a 100 yard guy. You know what I mean? He's gonna need a 100 yard game. Get his confidence. Yeah. Plus, he was on the field last week, 67 percent of the snaps. That's kind of a lot. Usage is yeah. great. Usage is great. Matchup solid. Um, I mean, yeah, can't complain. It's just a matter of the Bills' offense looking functional. I think there's value across the board in a lot of their props. So my second play is actually from them that we'll get to later. But, um, yeah, I think buying low after – I mean, they face the Jets. The Jets are awesome defensively. Like, their defense is sick. Yeah. So Yes. And he had, yeah. like, 40-something yards. I mean, it did come on 12 carries. So, I mean, there's, it's like it wasn't a very efficient 40-something yards. But. Yeah, the matchup specific, it's a big, big deal. So, and I was concerned, and I think maybe too, like part of why I kind of like where you're going here is we saw less Damian Harris than I thought we were going to see. Like Damian mm-hmm. Harris was like battling with Latavius Who's Murray that? for RB2 stuff. So, yeah. yeah that's, or down on the goal line, like not even like inside the 10 though, but it was like inside the five type stuff, like like a legit like Ironhead Hayward back in the day for the Saints. Remember him? Like when you, when you bring him in. Yeah. I or do kind of Perry if you want to date yourself. But yeah, like that's that was what his role looked like to me. So I've also heard Slop that you don't get yards for scoring a one yard touchdown. No, so no, I, I just heard that. You know, local that's kind of not true. You, you do get one yard for that, <laughs> which does not help. But I mean, I get plus nine fifty. Like really, we're gonna we're hanging that number on Cook. Like he's better than that. Well, my first looks like I got to beat Dalton because uh, I just pushed it out to our Discord because I'm about to talk about it. And uh, Dalton, uh, 
once in. We talked about it last week, Slop. Like, you couldn't go anywhere without finding a little bit of Anthony Richardson love. We are jumping back. I'm not quite sure why. It's a little bit off market at MGM. Uh, Anthony Richardson over 38 and a half rushing yards. Uh, our friends at FanDuel here have another really good number at 40 and a half, basically 42 and a half at most other books. I mean, look, great week. Design runway, 27%, second highest in the position last week. Also scrambled on 9% of the dropbacks, which I think is pretty good. That resulted in uh, 10 total carries for our boy here. And I just think we're going to continue to see like a lot of unique little wrinkles from Shane Steichen and getting this kid out in space. Lamar last week, right at this mark with a 7% design rate. So again, Richardson, way more intentional rushes against the same matchup. Um, I think he can comfortably get there. Texans missed 14 tackles last week. That is by far the most in the league. They got to clean it up. Now they got to take this dude down. They get their hands full here. Uh, I just, I love the potential volume here. I love the pace that we saw from the Colts. They led the league in situational neutral pace last week. I think alter in play here. I'd love to get your thoughts there, Slop. 75 plus is plus 550 on points bet. That's plus four and a quarter on DraftKings. Um, I think I haven't seen any uh, 100 plus, but I mean, I think we're going to see some big games from this kid this year. That's not that crazy. And the only thing we don't know, though, is Jacksonville's run defense. Are they really that good? Because I think that they had like the lowest uh, rushing yards given up last week. I mean, I'm not, I didn't see the attempt. I, I don't have like a, an efficiency number, but. I think they were at the bottom, and I was like, wait, are, are they going to stop the run, or did they know it was coming, and the Colts back suck, and their offensive line, are they still a problem? But yeah, no, I think it's B. Thing. What's up? I think it's B. So they were running back, like, the same coordinator and literally, like, the same 11 starters defensively, and they weren't a good rushing defense last year. I yeah, think just, so like, why are they good now? Yeah, it's. I think it was just Deion Jackson sucks. Um, Evan Hull couldn't really do anything and before he got how hurt. how afraid yeah. are you are of uh, Zach Moss? I'm not. No, I'm not either. I don't think it is. Yeah. No offense, Zach Moss, if you're watching. Yeah. I think he'll be better probably than what Jackson, you know, did last week. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I want to continue to be bullish on this kid in terms of his ability to run. And I know, you know, that was kind of the opposite of what Connor was on last week. Connor You weren't anti. Yeah. Yeah. You you weren't against it, Connor. What are your thoughts? No, I mean, I was all in on him running. I just thought that he yeah. was a garbage passer. I mean, I still think he's a pretty bad passer, like, at times. I mean, you saw when things weren't schemed up for him, I mean, there were some couple terrible plays in there. But everything was schemed up for him. There was guys running wide open. You know, it's a, there were, like, three guys in the backfield. They're running a misdirection. And then, oop, there's a guy wide open for 10 yards. Like, it's like – it was just, like, magic. It was poetry right there. Like, it was, like – I think I knew from, like, three snaps in, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm toast, like. I'm totally toast on this bet. Um, and so, is that when like, you start looking for clown suits? Yeah, just like right away. So, yeah, I like this rushing look, especially in the high 30s. I, I it kind of was like at 44, 45 when it opened. I thought, I thought it was going to creep up to like 50. I mean, we're getting like high 30s, low 40s. Like, I think that's a really good look on the over. Yeah. I don't know. This is part of my entire pro Richardson stance this season was mostly Shane Steichen based. I just, I really kind of liked what he did last year with the Eagles and with Jalen Hurts. And I just continue to believe that he is going to put him in advantageous positions. Like, you know, they just did some cool stuff with like using motion in a really good way, you know, little things to try to you know keep the defense on their heels. And yeah, I mean, a big fan on, uh, on the kids talent overall. I, so I want to say too, I mean, the Eagles offense does not look as good without Shane Steichen. I mean, the things just like are not as easy. Um, you know, like obviously the big plays of Devonta Smith a couple of times, but like from a consistency basis, like it feels like everything is a lot harder for Jalen Hurts this year. So 
I don't know, maybe that's just a natural regression, but in my mind, when we're seeing Shane Steichen go and ball out and then we're seeing the Eagles struggle almost, I, I mean, again, I don't want to bring this back to Brian Dable again, but like, I think that's a perfect example of where the Bills took a little bit of a step back as soon as Brian Dable left. So I, yeah, I think, I think Shane Steichen right now in my mind deserves like 95% of, uh, you know, the blame slash reward here. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Uh, all right, I am layering some other elements. I you know some other same game parlays that I'm thinking about here to, with some you know some thoughts. I like. We'll come back to it. Uh, something else in that game I like too. But uh, Carter, you got a hot take for us. You got a long shot. You got a uh, something off the board a little bit. You want to kind of lean into a little bit this week for us? Yeah. So we're gonna we're starting off a new segment here. Each of us is gonna give off just a hot take of the week or a same game parlay. Just something a little bit fun to get the people going here. Um, so my hot take of the week is that. Justin Herbert is going to throw for over 400 passing yards uh, in this game against the Titans here. And I already lean this way regardless because the, the Chargers came into last week's game. They ran the ball a ton. They had one of the best running games in NFL history, according to Ben Solak. They really just took what Miami gave them, which is a lot of running the ball. Now Austin Eckler looks like he's trending towards being out. You have a Titans run defense that is elite. Their front seven is awesome. They're in a really, really, really good spot here to potentially entirely shift the game plan from what we saw in week one. And that's why I think we're getting a low number here. It's only 276 and a half. You can play like 325 plus yards or like, you know, plus 350, plus 400. Um, I think they're going to come out and pass the ball a lot. We saw Kellen Moore in Dallas against Tampa Bay a couple of years ago when their Tampa Bay run defense was basically just like this Titans run defense, fully elite. Um, and they came out and threw the ball 58 times with Dak Prescott. Now you're going to see Justin Herbert, I think, throw the ball 45, 50 times here in this spot and just absolutely eviscerate a Titans defense that now has been announced out. Amani Hooker and Christian Fulton, they're starting safety and one of their starting corners, both out. So this defense was already a mess, allowed 300 passing yards at Derek Carr in week one, nine yards per attempt. I mean, they got some pressure on Carr, but when they didn't, I mean, Chris Olave was just running wild out there. Rashid Shahid was doing whatever he wanted. Even Michael Thomas looked like a superstar again. So uh, I'm on all the alt overs here. I'm going to be banging as many overs as I can. Mike Williams maybe maybe makes a card later in the week. Uh, his number is a little bit low, but some alternate over parlays there. I will be getting in on hard. Um, I got in with you on the eight to one at Herbert. We were talking about Herbert a little bit yesterday. Eight to one to lead the league in passing yards for the week. But I also got yep. down a little bit of sprinkle, 35 to one on Mike Williams to lead in receiving. Cause like the only healthy corner still on Tennessee that I think is kind of worth his weight is Sean Murphy bunting in the slot. That's he's gonna see probably a lot of Keenan Allen. Keenan can still win, especially if we're gonna throw the volume that we think. I'm also I'm interested in over on attempts when that comes out. But I think Big Mike, if he can get on the field for 90% of the snaps and not leave for like a hammy or a knee or something mid-game like he always finds a way to do, Big Mike, 35-1 to 1, to lead the uh, Sunday in, in receiving on DraftKings is a pretty interesting look. Yeah, no, I like that. I've actually played both of those as well separately. Okay. Um, nice. And then Brian brought up the, the thing, only worries that the Titans are able to run the ball effectively and control a little more clock. The thing is, I think that the Titans are going to be able to run the ball very effectively. And yeah. like – in a bad way for like, you know, like yeah. controlling the clock, like Derek Henry is going to be ripping off eight to 10 yards a rip because this Chargers run defense historically has been very bad. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I think the Titans are going to have plenty of success on the ground. You're almost to the point that it makes it like a shootout. Yeah. I was so, looking at Keenan Allen for that exact reason, Connor. Just, well, actually because of the, the three-legger you hit on me last year with the Eagles against the same team, which is why I took the Saints last week, their little stack that kind of paid off. And it's the same reason I was looking at the Chargers this week. Tennessee's going to stop stop the run completely. 
but they're actually going to be able to run the ball on San Diego so or L.A. So we're all set. I mean, they should get their points. They won't be like last week with the Saints where it's like a 15 to 16 game. You know what I mean? Like it's it's should be in the 20s, I would think. That's enough. Right. Yeah, the only way that we get screwed, there's two ways, is if Kellen Moore just decides, nah, we're just going to keep running the ball. If that happens, like just throw your bets in the trash right away. Like game's over. Like you're, you're not hitting any of this stuff. Um but I, I really, really don't think that's going to happen. But I, no. again, that's the risk uh, with this. Like that's that's the only risk in my mind. I like it. Uh, all right, slot hot takes, same game parlays off the board. Where are we at? What do you got this week, bud? All right, so I kind of went a little too hot earlier. Maybe I should have <laughs> flip flopped these. But um, Saquon Barkley, hundred plus yards is plus two eighty five at DraftKings. I think that is like that's crazy low or crazy high price for such a low. I mean. He had 12 attempts for 51 yards against Dallas's defense. And like, again, that's another defense that looks pretty ridiculous. Like, I know it was pouring down rain. I know it was, you know, different kind of conditions, but they look very good. And to get 51 yards off them in a 40 to nothing game, the offensive line didn't look that bad in the run game. Like it looked horrible in the past game, but in the run game, they seem to be getting a push again. He got 51 yards. They got rolled 40 to nothing. I don't think that's going to happen this week. I think they're going to destroy uh, Arizona. Like, I, I thought four was a little low when I saw the number earlier. I was like, wow, like, I thought it was going to come out a little higher just because the Giants cannot be happy with that. Dayball's a good coach. That's not that bad of a team. They're not a 40 to nothing team, you know. So, again, the whole week yeah. two, you know, we got to get going stuff. They got the perfect team for that because the, the Cardinals just, I think they're doormats and they played well last week. So I think they might have like a little letdown themselves, but. Washington, their offensive line stunk. That's why they couldn't run. And I don't think that's the case here. I think you're back in talent to get 100 yards plus 285. Like, where do I sign? Connor, what are your thoughts there? No, I, I like it. I, I, I've been trying to figure out ways that I want to attack this Cardinals team because I think last week and their success defensively for a part of the game had more to do with the Washington Commanders offensive line just being garbage than yeah. uh, actually them being good. So, like, I think in this spot here, we're probably going to see Jonathan Gannon did basically exactly what he did last year. So, didn't blitz a lot, just kind of sat his guys back, but they still got pressure a little bit because, again, the commander's offensive line sucks. So, like, it's, I think in this spot here with the Giants, like, they're going to score some points. I took the Giants team total over. So, I'm with you, Slop. I think that the Saquon look is pretty solid, too. But the Giants have like seven receivers that they're like rotating in there. So, I don't know how to play any of those guys. I Maybe they that. just run the ball. Maybe they pass the ball. Like I haven't really gotten that far into like what I think that they're going to do in this spot. So I don't know. Newton, any, any thoughts there? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of with you. Like I you know, don't want to overreact to a team. I feel pretty good on preseason handicap. I mean, they literally are telling us that they're not really trying. So um, the defense is not great talent wise. So yeah, I mean, finding ways to counteract i think public perception when you kind of airball in a big way on a public setting like what happened in week one like people start to adjust and all of a sudden hey wait it's the fourth quarter and the cardinals aren't losing they're like maybe going to win this game and then you get kind of skunked in a public setting like that like they're just you're pulling in the opposite direction so finding ways to just kind of counteract that i think is what this is so i i can get there for sure also, that the second half of that game was pouring down rain too, so it was it's like a weird outcome. That's all I'm it saying. Was. Like, like some of it, it's like I don't know how much we really learned, but uh, somebody's saying in the chat, Danny Dimes overs. If you want to get wild, seventy-five plus yards is plus eight hundred. 
50 plus is plus 210. 50 plus is not that crazy because they apparently want to run him. Like that's what I took from last week. I mean, obviously he was running for his life a few times. So there was that, but I mean, I don't know. He's fast. They're going to be running the ball. I think, I don't, I don't think you let them throw to these, like, I don't know, like Connor said, 15 plus receivers, like, especially if they're, you know, in control of the game, Dayball, he's smart, you know, like just keep the lead. And I bet they can run down their throat. I, I, I'm pretty sure they'll be able to run the ball down their throat. So why not take him too? They'll run him. We know that. It's not going to yeah. be one of those where you take the 50 plus, and you're like, wow, he ran the ball twice. You know, like he's going <laughs> to have some attempts. He just won't get there. if he For sure. You know I mean? Yeah. It- yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll circle back to the Danny Dimes one uh, a little bit later. Maybe give a, like a, a prize picks underdog card for people. That's uh, something that maybe slop would be proud of. Um, you know, we just, again, we haven't heard a tight end. We've had kind of two plays from slop. We haven't had a tight end. Over yet. I'm, so, I'm going to take a tight end still, Not sure what, man, they kind of hurt my feelings. Juwan Johnson like really hurt my feelings because he is 40 plus plus 172. Guy's got 36 yards in the second quarter. Uh, he he was about to go over, but Carr, I don't know what he was looking at, but he threw a pig. He hit the guy right in the numbers. It's like, damn, that was to Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson never caught another ball. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then that was just the beginning of the end. Also, too, it's it's pouring down rain, and I got David and Joku and Cleveland. It was just a rough, rough day. Yeah, uh, tight end I, struggled. I, I I do think there's a, what, a little Darren Waller spot here, though, for for New York Giants bounce back. That I could mean, happen. I just get scared, though, because they said something about his hamstring, and he's like, yeah, it's fine or whatever. It's like, well, why are we talking about then? Right. I think it's <laughs> because he didn't I mean? play. Like, like, yeah, he didn't play the whole second half last week. He just, like, sat out. He played, like, 40% of the snaps um, because I think they were getting skunked, and probably his hammy's not 100%. Uh, I did find a, there's a bet on DraftKings that I played with Dalton for those who are not limited. Uh, Darren Waller to have more than 12 receiving yards than Zach Ertz in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, that is okay. – cash i like that a lot i mean zachary saw 10 targets turned that into 21 yards i mean he is just literally a catch and fall down kind of guy and usually he's kind of too dobs yeah, right yeah dobs yeah like, garbage that's rough so. dude 10 targets and 21 yards is so hard to do that's so hard to do it's oh impressive. dallas goddard gave him a run for his money last night i know that mm, i had his yards over same tight end same like, did Brutal. he catch like 37 balls and only get 20 yards that was fun <laughs> Didn't think that was possible, but there we were. Yeah. So many ways to go with this next one. I don't really know uh, exactly how I want to do with the basketball. I'm going to go off the board. I was going to give some same game parlays. I'll still circle back on those a little bit. Uh, there's some systemic risk to this because the Atlanta Falcons aren't huge fans of the forward pass. Um, they really like the you know wing formation and to absolutely run it down your throats. But – it was hard not to be enamored with what we saw in limited work for B. John Robinson in his first game. The upside there is massive. On DraftKings, you can get alts on his receiving yards. 50-plus receiving yards for B. John Robinson, 6-1 to one on DraftKings. Now, 35% target share last week. He was running a route on 77% of the dropbacks. Now these, these are really small samples because we only had 18 attempts from Desmond Ritter. So I understand that the risk is just tied to, they just continue to not run the football, but Bijan's the type of dude where he just doesn't need to do it in a ton of volume that like dead leg, stinky leg, like plant and score was such a lovely play. He's going to be exciting to watch. So six to one, 50 yards, 
not a high threshold. I know that just naturally receiving, uh, you know, yards and, and targets and stuff like that can be a little bit tricky to running backs. 150 to one. Thanks, Dalton, for most receiving yards of the week. Uh, oh. I can't get there. That, that was but, Kyle uh, Pitts. That was Kyle Pitts, actually. Oh, Sorry, was not, Pitts. Not, not oh, Kyle, uh, yeah, not Bijan. I should have known better with Dalton with the Kyle Pitts <laughs> tweets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, slot 50 yards. Like, we're not asking him to set records. That feels doable. Does not have to set a record to get there. Also, too, the Packers gave up 11 receptions to Bears running backs last week. So I don't know what that means because it was one game and it's Jordan Love. There's a lot to unpack there, but it. Oh, or, I'm sorry. That was uh, Justin Fields. But yeah. yeah, 11 receptions to running back. I mean, <laughs> if you want to attack him like that, apparently you can. I mean, it didn't really work for the Bears, but uh, but they also don't have Bijan. So there's that too. Yeah, a uh, a 35% target share of the Falcons uh, you know, passes hey, is the numbers like, are the numbers, Connor. That's like eating like that's a, that's like you know, the pie is like a McDonald's apple pie, you know, like it's yeah. not like a real pie. 35% like, of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 35% great. of a McDonald's still, apple pie. It's still 35%, though. That's like that's like Dalton Kyle Pitts 82.5% air yard share. It's like eating you get three quarters of the McDonald's apple pie. You know, I I love it, but it still tastes good, but it's just not quite as filling as uh, you know, a normal share over there. I think that uh Bijan, we played Bijan most rushing yards, 30 to one, I think is interesting. You didn't get very many carries. Algier got a bunch, but like, I really don't think this Green Bay run defense is really that good. I would love to get an Algier number regardless. I still don't see one on the board, but I think his props oh, yeah, are going to yeah. come in too low. Um, so, I mean, maybe another over. I have too many overs this week. I already have like three or four. You can never uh, have many... too many overs, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be living this Sunday. That's for sure. I will be live at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wrigley, just like absolutely deleting some beers, and it's going to be awesome. Banging some overs, can't complain. Sounds like a great time. <laughs> it's a good day right there. Well, yeah, like, good. Dom gets it. Bijan, he, he just needs to get loose once. Yep. We just we just need one, right? I mean, 50-yarder. Some little bubble screen or something stupid on the side, and the guy's gone. And then you just cash, and you're, like, swimming in money. Yeah. Watch. Dom, Dom gets it. Shout out to Dom. So. Nice work, Dom. All right, Connor, uh, back to you. And remind folks, though, you're hanging out with us live. There's a bunch of you. We appreciate it. Let us know what you like this week. We want to get to your listener questions, thoughts on a play, a play you like, um, whatever it is. Fire off in the chat. We will circle back to it. Uh, I'll make more time for that here this week. What do you get, Connor, for uh, your next, I guess, normal play, we'll say? Yeah, next regular play here. Going with Gabe Davis over 41 and a half receiving yards. Mm. I know that's a little bit off the wall for me here. And this I, is I not a Connor Allen play. It is not a Connor Allen play, but I do like some alternate overs here. So um, I think that Rich Rebar over at Sharp Football does some great work. And so, uh, you know, like in his column this week, he had a really great stat that I thought kind of helped me, uh, you know, articulate this. So Gabe Davis last year against man coverage only had a 13% target share and 0.7 route uh, yards per hour run, which was, you know, pretty bad for all, all things considered. Against zone coverage, 18% target share, more than doubled his yards per hour run, 1.8 yards per hour run against zone coverage. Raiders played 85% zone coverage, which is sixth most in the league last week. Um, and generally, you're going to play a bunch more of that. Obviously, kind of like Slop said, I think the Bills are going to take the Raiders, you know, to town defensively here. I think we're going to see a, a massive bounce back from this Bills offense. I mean, Gabe Davis, like 40 yards is like two catches for him, two, three catches. So there's also another look. I, I laid a little bit of a juice there, but it was FanDuel only. You can get like minus 130 for over two and a half receptions. Uh, again, just way too low. But I, I think that the over here is a good look and that um, 
I'm not saying necessarily that the line is wrong, but more often than not, he's going to see five, six targets. He plays the entire game, and he's going to be facing off against Jacorian Bennett or Marcus Peters, who right now graded out as 69th and 70th out of 83 qualifying corners of PFF. So, uh, you know, again, not a typical play for me, but I think it's a fun, fun over that I think is a really good chance to hit. Could be on uh, one catch. You can do it on one catch. That's actually a good point. I mean, tougher against the zone, but that is the kind of the, the makeup of uh, – of Gabe Davis, even though you know, the line you mentioned earlier around two and a half receptions, like still too low, kind of the way Gabe plays. I don't hate, uh, you know, letting him get loose for, for a big one and getting over on yards. So yeah. Slop, any thoughts on, uh, I mean, I know you kind of echoed the sentiment with your earlier take that you think Buffalo very much could curb stomp the Raiders here. Any Gabe Davis specific thoughts? The only thing that scares me is that if he doesn't do that before like the third quarter or, you know, middle third quarter, it, you, you're going to be like, oh, shit. You know, like, they're not going to throw this ball. You know, you, you know you're drawing dead. But that's if it goes the way we think it's going to go. Like, if the Raiders start scoring on them, then we're all set. You know what I mean? That, that thing's like – Yeah, all we need is a little bit of pushback here. I think you can get it in the first half. You know, he'll have one or two shots in the first half. It doesn't matter whether he connects. Yep, exactly. Literally. That's that's the, that's the only thing I hate about the Gabe Davis guys, You know, because like, it's going to have to come on one or two. You know what I mean? They're going to be these deep shots. But – those are the most fun to take because they can come on one shot. Yeah. And that's why I liked it at like 40 instead of like 50, 55, which is where mm-hmm. I was hanging out at times last year, because I mean, two 20 yard catches feels reasonable. You're talking about 50. Like you basically need like a 40, 50 yard catch to like get that really like yep, you need a little bit more connection. Yeah. yeah. So. I was told on our Wednesday show that, you know, we need to be scared of Jimmy Garoppolo going into Buffalo this week. So I don't know, <laughs> maybe get some pushback. Uh, I'm not sure uh, if you didn't listen to our Wednesday show. Uh, you know, I was, you know, we used to do this. This is an original bit for us back in the day. I moved the line at the end of the show. I would share with Connor and uh, our guest at the time, a fishy parlay of the week um, or a fishy teaser of the week and make the guest kind of tell me where it's going to, where it's going to blow. Um, we kind of moved away from the bit, but I did it unintentionally, not hoping that thinking that I was having a, a bit moment, but I felt like there was a couple really clear, Money line favorites this week, Buffalo being one of them. I also think that the Niners kicked the absolute crap out of the Rams, and I cannot see Zach Wilson going into Dallas and winning. Those three teams to win on the money line parlay, it's like plus 101 on DraftKings. Um, minus 110 with our friends at FanDuel, which is where I laid the bet because, of course, we appreciate FanDuel. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And then all of a sudden I got these guys dunking on me that, uh, you know, it's a – what did he call it? Uh, Clark called it a um, survivor survivor pool parlay <laughs> or some garbage like you know from his ivory tower. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I also said that if somehow Zach Wilson goes into Dallas and wins this week, that I would wear a cowboy hat and assless chaps on our next show. Uh, <laughs> I was then informed that all chaps are assless. I don't know why they call them assless chaps. Whatever. Um, but yeah. Yes, I do the show mostly sitting down, but I can stand up for the folks. That's I'm wearing ads this chaps right now. See, no one even knows. <laughs> Are we going to get flagged on YouTube? I think producer Sal might be pretty sad. I feel like we made some good progress on this channel, but we might get tagged as like a 4 for 4 only fans instead of our uh, regular account. I'm willing to do whatever the people need. So, yeah, uh, I don't think that parlay loses. Again, that's a, a bonus play for you guys, but uh, we're basically pro bills is what we're saying based off of some of the three of us are our takes so far this week. So uh, slot back to you. What is the uh, next play you got on the board here for us? All right. So I, I don't want to do this, but I kind of want to do it. So I'm going to do it. Uh, 
it's Jahan Dodson over. It's 50 plus receiving yards. It was plus 120 this morning when I got it. But it's plus 110 right now. So if you want to get a little bit more wild, I think you could go 75 plus. I think he gets it. Uh, he looked good last week in the first half with Sam Howell. Sam Howell had like a million yards in the first half. And then if you see what he finished with. I think he threw for like five yards in the second. It was something stupid. But it was pouring down rain again. Jahan Dodson was winning the whole game. I think he ended up with 40 yards on, I think, five catches, seven targets, something like that. So, I mean, he is getting used. Terry McLaurin is probably going to get followed around by uh, Pat Sertan, I hope. At least if that happens, then that leaves that Mathis kid on Dodson. He's going to baptize him, definitely. There's no <laughs> chance. So, 50 yards, not a lot. I think the Broncos also can score on the Commanders, so there's that as well. So now we can kind of keep going all day with, uh, with the ball in the air. 50 plus plus money. I mean, I, I I have to do that. You have to do it. He's my favorite too. He's one of my new favorite, like the new guys. Yeah, Dodson. Like it, it's he's gonna be. He's gonna turn into a Gabe Davis where you don't get the. 30 you know yards in the high 30s anymore on him so that's going to happen one day it's already starting to happen he's now creeping into the 40s so if you want to get some plus money you got to go you know 50 but i think he's good for it Feels i right. love dotson yeah, yeah Connor knows love i love dotson yeah i pushed pushed for him in our uh, ffpc main event draft that we did together i lost that battle um i think we're, we're gonna be okay but uh yeah we're we landed jordan it. addison jordan mf and addison oh, bro okay. he's crushing i mean he is he's yeah. balling out there on that like 70 percent snaps I like, nice... I like addison and we haven't started him once we haven't started him <laughs> once you know what actually you know what I, we should have had calvin ridley on that squad too dago i think dago's in the chat and i'm still mad about it it was the right decision at the time but we drafted josh jacobs over him either way i hate sweating i love calvin ridley it's the third round josh jacobs in the third round pretty good pretty good pick oh that's not bad then yeah late third round 310 yeah yeah Uh, oh was it before though he was back from the hold up yeah okay yeah yeah it was a little risky a little risky no risky no biscuit i like yeah you sometimes just gotta take a risk yeah Yeah. or all the time whatever still sad should have (laughs) gotten calvin ridley but it's all right all right, uh, next play for me, we are uh, going to stay in the same lane. You know, I learned from Slop last week. I liked it. You just pick a lane. I Typically, my lane's tackles. We'll get there as well. We we're tackles. staying with some quarterback. Oh, we love the tackles. Yeah. Quarterback rushing yards is uh, also another lean that I love. Uh, maybe we throw Danny Dimes in here. I got another one that we're not going to uh, go in depth with. But going back to the well on Patrick Mahomes, uh, this is on FanDuel, of course. Shout out to FanDuel. Over 19 and a half rushing yards for Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what we're doing. Um, it's 20 and a half on points bet, mostly 22 and a half everywhere else, which is, you know, I think still very much in play. I'd play that there. Um, last week, six attempts, 45 yards. He is a willing scrambler. Uh, the books are lagging behind on this. Some of his, I think what's probably dragging him down some of the late season stuff last year in terms of his rushing outputs were tied to, you know, he, he like tweaked his knee. I think it was week 10, week 11 in Cincinnati. And then of course, we had the game last year in the playoffs against Jacksonville where he got rolled up on. So we have some like low overall rushing outputs puts from him. But like when he's healthy, he runs. He was uh, this game last year when they played against Jacksonville in the regular season. He ran it seven times for 39 yards. Jacksonville had um, 469 rushing yards against them last year. Third most in the league by quarterbacks. They faced, uh, faced the fifth most attempts. Same DC, same personnel as we talked about. Uh, comfortably last week with Anthony Richardson going over this line. This should not be 
below 20. Uh, very comfortable in the low 20s as well. So uh, give me Patty Mahomes on FanDuel over 19 and a half rushing yards. Connor, what are your thoughts? It was on my list, but when I originally checked it, it was like 24 or something like that, 23. And I was kind of like, eh, maybe not. You know, I think that's still probably fine. But, you know, obviously the, the 18 and 19 was good. Um, I, I did get in on a little bit of action with you uh, on Thursday, not officially, but just, you know, personally. Um, and so I'll probably be following along again. Yeah, Slop, what do you, got? What do you think about uh, rushing yards on our boy Patty Mahomes? He only goes over in rushing yards when I do not bet him. Okay. <laughs> so here's what I'll do for you. I'm a great Thank guy. You. I will not bet him. So, so we're all I appreciate it. Man of the people right yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, so, people help people. You want to get a, uh, you know, same lane type of, uh, you know, prize picks play? Patrick Mahomes, Anthony Richardson. We said Danny Dimes. I also really like 24 and a half yards over for Deshaun Watson um, against Pittsburgh. I really regretted not pulling the trigger on Watson rushing last week. Um, got there easily, cruised, and again, in the spot against Pittsburgh, I think he's going to you know, have some tuck and runs. 24 and a half, not a big number. I think he had like 30-something last week too. Uh, so, yeah, there's a four-legger for you on prize picks, just quarterback rushing yard overs. Uh, you're welcome. You can you know tag me on Twitter. Send me the screenshot after you win. <laughs> all right. So what about tackles on there? So, all right. I've been messing around with this uh, DFS correlator tool. I'm going to plug okay. it right here. DGF makes it. It is legit. All right. I mean, it's I, I love it, right? Um, I noticed punts end up in there, and I thought about you because I saw tackles. And, and it got Ooh. me really looking at price picks because, obviously – you're like, all right, wait a minute. So what markets do we offer here? So we've got tackles, we've got punts, and we've got – there was another one that I, I was really in love with. Oh, receiving yards. But I feel like between us, we could probably put together at least a six-legger. No problem. Easy. And they, like, they let you correlate on that without really docking it too much. I mean, it's fixed odds, obviously. But, I mean, yeah. they still let you correlate. It's, you know, the same thing every time. You just can't do certain things like I think like pass attempts with receptions and stuff like that. Okay. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. Fire away. What did you guys think? What about like a uh, Trevor Lawrence play? I know I saw a couple of sharp groups uh, play Trevor Lawrence over three and a half rush attempts. He had eight rush attempts last week, or it was like, yeah. it was like, it was like eight, maybe it was eight designed rush attempts. It was, it was a lot. Like it was an insane amount. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm citing this wrong. Give me a second here. I think Dalton played it. Um, Let's see here. Not to blow up his spots, but he got down on this like, I don't know. Dalton knows everybody. A week ago. So he had six um, design rushing attempts. Six design rushing attempts. I mean, his price yeah. line is three and a half. Yeah, that's that's definitely uh I, I don't know if you guys is Jones playing? Yeah, he's playing. Chris Jones is playing. Yeah, so I don't know. So you go try and go away from him. Maybe you run with your quarterback, but yeah, I, I, see that I don't now. know if you guys remember, but in uh, it was one of the college football playoff games. Trevor Lawrence just put some guys in the spin zone out there. It was just like straight up circle slash B button, you know, for those Madden players out there, uh, the defenders. So, I, I mean, he can scoot, you know, sneaky athletic. Yeah, sneaky athletic. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite description. <laughs> the best term. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of right in line with what he did last year. His, uh, so, like, 2.18 design rushing attempts per game and 1.4 scrambles, so like, basically 3.6 attempts per game. So, yeah, I mean, it could be that you're on the early side of a trend or it could be that you're overreacting to one game and it's a coin flip, but you're probably not a bad bet. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, honestly, it's a, it's a great way to put it. I mean, I feel like not sure which one we're at right now. <laughs> I think KC scores yeah, on them. That's the tough part. They get into so, a little uh, baby shootout. It's, it's going to rain, though, I heard. So that's the only thing I hate about that. I, I hate the rain. Just don't rain. Let's check the weather. <laughs> Florida rain is different, it's though. Florida, you know that. So you don't know. Yeah, always rains there in Florida. I'm in on uh, yeah. on uh, Trevor Lawrence over on attempts. I played that for our subscribers this morning at 35 and a half. I think it's up to 36 and a half now, but I think 39 and 40 last year in those matchups against them, they typically bump their pass rate up pretty significantly when they play uh, the Chiefs about 10, 12% higher than normal. So, and teams throw heavy against the Chiefs anyway. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in on some pro Lawrence stuff. But uh, all right, get to some tackle stuff. Uh, jump in the chat again. Let us know what you like. I'm um, gonna give you fired off a bunch of tackles. Fired off some more this morning. I have three looks that I really like that are not on the board, but I want people to uh, circle these and get ready for them. Um, first is Denzel Perryman on uh, the Texans. We hit over six and a half on Denzel Perryman last week. He cashed at halftime. Uh, I finished with 14. I think we're gonna see maybe seven and a half this week. Still love it. Maybe even interest in a plus money, eight and a half. I have him projected at 9.6 facing this uh, Colts team we've already talked about up in pace. Our boy Foye Luakon for Jacksonville got the double digits last week against Indy. Heavy run game, short intermediate passing game. That helps the linebacker position as well. And the scorekeeper tilts very strongly in the uh, Texans direction here this week. Texans average 8.1 more assists per game than the visiting team and 4.1 more than the league average. So they like to give extra tackles and assists to their guys. Perryman's going to benefit in his first home game in a Texans uniform. Uh, write that name down. Next is our king, Alex Singleton. All right. People aren't familiar. Don't know Alex Singleton. You need to get familiar with Alex Singleton. He is the best per snap tackler in the league. I do everything I can to fight the projections here to dial it back for this guy. So, in my projections, I have 12 guys who play meaningful snaps each week who have a per a snap per tackle mark um, below seven. It's an elite mark, just 12 guys. Last year, Singleton was 4.9. <laughs> the year before, he was 5.3, so not a one-year blimp. He breaks the, the model. Beast. beast. I regressed him back this year. His baseline mark for my projections is 5.85, so almost a full point higher than what he did last year. He played 90% of the snaps last week, which is encouraging to see. New coordinator there. I'm only projecting him for 85% of the snaps this week. I still have him at almost 10 tackles. He's probably going to get posted at like six and a half or seven and a half. Oh. Um, the matchup at home is the best that we get, basically, like second to home Atlanta at home. And then the matchup against Washington and, and running backs or linebackers there is elite. So, Alex Singleton, if he's posted, it's going to be really hard to not fire on him over this week. Even with a high number, we can ladder him up. If you get bet three, six, five, you play on like, you know, prop builder, you might be able to get some adjusted lines on Alex Singleton. Here's our tackle King. Love him there. Uh, Nate Hobbs is my last one. Hobbs is a corner for the Las Vegas Raiders. Probably one of the best tackling corners in the league. If you put up big tackle numbers at corner, it's usually not a great thing. That means the teams are not afraid to throw at you. Um, but we've seen Hobbs put up some massive tackling numbers, including 12 last week. He had eight solos and four assists. He only played 10 games really last year. He had nine in week one, 11 in week two, nine in week five. He missed some time, came back in the next two weeks. 
eight, nine. Um, and then the matchup against the Bills, the Bills averaged 15.7 tackles per game against last season for corners, second most in the league. Uh, intuitively, that should make sense to you. They throw a lot. They don't really run traditionally against like linebackers and stuff. And the scorekeeper is working against them. But I worry less about that when it comes to assists because of the, just the dynamic and how corners get their tackles. They're kind of solo out on an island. Hobbs is really good at wrapping guys up. He's not like in the pile where you need him to get a, like assist. So he'll probably get hung at five. Uh, we'll fire on Nate Hobbs. So Nate Hobbs, Alex Singleton, Denzel Perryman, pray that they get posted. We will fire in on those guys over this week. Who is that guy that we unloaded on? Uh, what's his name? Byron Jones, maybe? Uh, not Byron, Byron, Young, Jones, Byron Young. Byron Young. Byron Young. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Different one. Byron Young. It's still out there. Byron Young's still out there. It's it's like it's not plus money anymore. So Byron Young is an edge rusher um, for the Rams. A rookie. Played one game. Three tackles. I still think find I have him in a prize pick entry. There's I recognize that. I was like, I think I know that guy. Prize picks, underdog. Byron Young is still out there. He's an edge rusher. There is a reason. His number got hung at six and a half. I don't, I don't know why. There was five and a half of plus money. It's still kicking around between five and a half and six and a half. Edge rushers, there's a reason that we don't bang Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett over three and a half. They're always at like three and a half for a reason. Edge rushers just don't get a ton of tackles. They're not high volume tackle guys. They go to get the quarterback. They'll get three to four, and that's where their number is. Byron Young has one game. He's the third round pick out of Tennessee. We had a guy in our Discord went and looked at like Tennessee game logs, and he never did this at Tennessee. So, and they play a ton of plays uh, in Tennessee. So, for some reason, the books still think that that's a good number. This can lose. I, I don't, I'd be really, really surprised if somehow this kid managed to go out there and, and hang seven tackles, uh, which would, you know, which we originally posted as a play. It was minus 117 you know, under six and a half. So, again, still out there as a prize fix play, still out there, I think, at like, you know, minus 160 on six and a half. If you want to throw that in a parlay with something else that you really like or whatever. Like I, I just feel really good about this kid going under six and a half tackles. So uh, those are some of the ones that are still out there. I uh, will bang some more. Again, you want to get these numbers when they're pushed out, sub the, to the channels, sub to four for four and uh, get in the discord. So yeah, we'll do our best to continue to, to learn and adjust. And uh, yeah, there'll be some more Kyle Duggar. Uh, I see a question. We'll maybe get some Kyle Duggar, depending on what we have there with, uh, he owes us money Slav. Kyle Duggar uh, failed us <laughs> last week. So we want to not crossing them off. We're going back to the well. He hooked us last week at four. Only way to get your money back is to bet on him again. That's it. Simple. It's easy. Yeah, if you ban him, you'll never get your money back. That's yeah. a fact. What about Jalen Johnson of the Bears? I, I have him in one of these prize pick slips somewhere. Yeah, I'm still seeing Byron Young See, six tackles, so we got to make a little little slip here. I just don't get it, dude. I mean, I really don't. Again, just 84% of snaps, edge rusher. If he plays 100% of the snaps and maintains his strong uh, snaps per tackle rate of last week, I have him at 4.4. That's with 100% of the snaps. So um, – I just, I'd be really surprised if he has an outlier tackle performance, just, you know, whatever. I just, again, this is sometimes you just got to lean into it, trust the numbers. And uh, this one seems like one I'm, I'm comfortable telling people to, to hammer because uh, he needs to just go out and do something that the best players at his position don't do. Again, Micah Parsons had one game of four tackles over four tackles last year, one game of five. I'm sorry. 
um, one at four, and the rest were three and two and one. So he's we're asking Byron Young in his second game in the league to do something that Micah Parsons did not do at all last year. You, I mean, you have to have an irresponsible amount of money on this at this point, right? Like, I mean, the way you're talking about it. it I, so yeah. I, when we moved it off of six and a half and it came, well, I took the six and a half and then hammered some plus money at five and a half for sure. So yeah, we need him to, to get under five tackles is fine. And I think five tackles would be a great performance for the kid. So yeah, doesn't make sense. Slop, what was the one you were talking uh, about? J- Jalen Johnson? Was that what Okay, it was? so I'm on the uh, DGF optimizer right now, and it's saying they like Nick Chubb over 75 and a half rushing yards. Apparently at the books, they got at 79 Banger. and a half. And right underneath him is Jalen Johnson, tackles plus assist over three. Sportsbooks apparently have him at three and a half. Sportsbooks have him at three and a half. Yeah, I have Jalen Johnson. Yeah, I have him at three on the dot. Um, Damn. I mean, because Kyler Kyler Gordon's out too, so they're probably just not – who's even starting then in place of him? So we're going to see them throw the ball probably. He played 99% guy. of the snaps last week. So yeah. it's not like he's getting – he's not getting a bump from Kyler Gordon being Who out. are they playing? Tampa. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 18.74 snaps per tackle and assist. Um, I have a 58 play projection on the game. It's literally on three, um, on the number. So not necessarily a, a bettable edge per se. Either way. Yeah. yeah. But you're going to run hot and, uh, Jalen Johnson is going to come in for you. That's what I think. I bet he's going to have three on the first drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with tackles, especially with the overs. These come in bunches. Uh, you know, they come in bunches and, you know, you feel like you're dead and, the Leighton Van Der Esch thing is the one I talked about, I think, before. Like, that's a just all of a sudden you get four tackles in a row, and all of a sudden you're what you thought was dead is uh cashing a winner. So, now that feels like a very, very fun sweat. And obviously, I'd like the lowest number possible that way. I mean, that for obvious reasons, but you're not going to get that if you know you get middle linebackers, stuff like that. But once you get defensive pilled slop, you can't watch the game in a different way. It changes. I know, I, I, I can only imagine. I, I'm I'm going to be ruined at the end of the season. I'm not like light <laughs> defense. since like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Like, you I want the other team to kick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you want to get your guy back on the field. Like, come on. Like <laughs> I was, I was sweating punts last night it was for the first time ever. Never really done oh, that before. So that was weird, but uh, I'm ready to do it again. And I will. Uh, we've got some questions, questions in the chat here. Uh, David wants to know about Brock Purdy over one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, anytime you throw, just throw us the price to, um, you know, let us know what your, the price is. Cause that's going to matter a little bit. I loved rewatching that San Francisco Pittsburgh game. I thought Purdy was really good. And I know not surprised Kyle Shanahan could do that to a team, but yeah, I mean, I think the, I bet, uh, over 26 and a half on the, uh, the Niners this week, one of my favorite, uh, totals of the week. Absolutely love, uh, this Niners team in this matchup. So you can tell me on that, uh, Slop, any thoughts on uh, Brock Purdy? I, I'm so scared of San Francisco because they're so just marching to the beat of their own drum. It's very tough, especially they can run the ball at will, so that's another problem with Purdy. Their defense is so good, so that's another issue with Purdy. Like, it, If you don't get it on the first couple touchdowns, you know what I mean? You're probably not going to get it. Yeah, that's a tough one. One and a half, though, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much my range. I like that for – Touchdowns for quarterback, obviously, you only need two. So, you know, it's not that crazy. So, 
I don't know. I, I can't be sweet. What was the price? Didn't get the price. That's what I was asking. It's like it's like even. It's like minus one thirteen. All right, about that. I mean, here's the thing: if you throw like a plus one hundred five there, now I'm interested. You know what I mean? I totally wasn't interested at all, and then I hear like a plus one hundred five now. Now, now you got my ear. Okay, so since Brock Purdy took over, I'm sure this is why this guy brought this up. So since Brock Purdy took over in the regular season, he is two or more touchdowns in, I believe it's seven straight games since he started his career. Um, And if you include the playoffs. Yeah, if you include the playoffs, he has eight uh, of his nine. The only time he did not throw any touchdowns was against Dallas, um, obviously in that close win. And then he got hurt against Philly like a couple plays in. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how stable that is or sticky, but, uh, yeah, he's been good. You know, I mean, they score a lot of points, and I don't think there's any reason to think otherwise here. So, yeah, I would definitely lean over on the minus 13, even though touchdowns are not really my vibe either. So, Especially with San Francisco, I mean – a lot of times I'll look into those whenever you've got a, a Titans or a team like that. You know what I mean? That just stops the run. So, you know, once they get down there, it's like it's kind of unlikely that, you know, we're going to see somebody run in for a touchdown. So teams are going to have to kind of shift. Like maybe you get two shots at the end zone instead of just one. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Look at Nick Chubb. I like this, I this one from Brian. Brian. Oh, wait, what's this one? Gino, 12 plus rushing. I missed this one from Brian earlier. This can go into our quarterback rushing. Uh, yeah, 12 over for Gino. Gino did this last year a handful of times. And we bet him. Again. I think we're getting Noonan stuck the here. The Lions are a good team to attack quarterback rushing because they, they play. Play a decent amount of. Uh oh, he's dead. He's a goner. Noonan's got that cricket wireless internet again. Uh oh, like the uh, back it's to the over. Future, they start fading away. <laughs> yeah, it's it's over. Yeah, it was it was going pretty well for most of the episode. I think we. Were... I think the internet's good. It's like my. Oh, the computer. Oh, computer's I thought we had it back. It's old. It's dying. You were back. Yeah, oh, Noonan was it. almost back there. I thought it was back. Um, kind of back now. Let me see. All right, that noon just gave the lock of the year. Yeah. You heard it, right? computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Darren Summer. Noon just gave the lock of the year right there. That's great. Um, What's up, yeah. Darren? <laughs> what up, Darren? How are we doing? Um, okay, what were you guys talking about? Gino? Yeah, first Gino. You're talking about Gino rushing yards, right? That was a good one. I was ready to move on to uh, – there's a guy talking about Nick Chubb alt yards, 140 plus at plus 850. I think oh, that's yeah. a little high. Like, I, I like to go with like uh, – Kind of manageable number, but for a guy who doesn't normally get that number, if that makes any sense at all. Like once you start talking <laughs> about 140, it's like Jesus. Like that's that's a lot. I mean, that's I know a lot of rushing up here though, so th- there is that. But I don't know. Like, uh, you think he runs on the Steelers like that? I mean, that that seems like a a beatdown. No, Cam Hayward. I'm betting on him. Lost for them. Guess there's an avenue for it, but man, like a buck forty, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a pretty hefty ask there, but but hey, I mean uh, producer Sal will like this oh, one. It's not some bullshit guy. Yeah. Noonan, were you uh talking about you? Oh, oh now we got juice for two TDs. Yep. Kyle <laughs> Ushak, two TDs. Oh, oh I think he was talking about the 49ers when they get down there. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean, like it's it turns into like a run or Purdy runs one in. It just like what just happened, like. Yeah, and then I think we got one more here. Justin Fields over 169 half passing yards. I just could not be more out on the Bears' passing game, but um, I know that they technically got there before. So I don't know. Slop any any Justin Fields takes. I I, I can't do it. I don't know what to say about him. And that like I'm I'm out completely on anything Chicago Bears. Like if there was yeah. relegation, they might get relegated. Yeah, the city of Chicago is ready to force them to move to Arlington because of how bad they're playing. Um, they can go live next to Noonan because, I mean, it was shameful. Uh, just a truly shameful week one. It's very clear everything that they talked about in the offseason is not coming to happen. I think that if they keep this up, they're cleaning house here pretty quick uh, as well. Maybe maybe Pole survives, but Getsy's got to be donezo here pretty soon. If you guys didn't watch the QB school um, Twitter clips about it, about Justin Fields, I mean – Holy shit. Like they're, these guys are running routes into each other. Like you have like guys just like, like Justin Fields, like supposed to hit a throw wide open, doesn't hit it scrambles. And then there's no one on that side of the field to throw to. So he's just throw the ball away. I mean, it is a complete train wreck uh, right now in Chicago. So yeah, I, again, probably lean over because the number's so low and like, he's, I mean, better than like Zach Wilson and much better situation, but I can't play that at all. So. Yeah, I'm still kind of – like, a lot of my Bears hate just comes from the fact that DJ Moore didn't get, like, 45 yards and it ruined a prize pick slip. So, there is that. <laughs> I mean, it's very biased. But, uh, but yeah, what Connor said. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Lamar rushing, Dom, I think it's 46 and a half, underdog or vivid. I don't know. He kind of didn't run as much so far. Like, it was a little bit of a – transition in the offense i wasn't really as impressed honestly with the new offense so far yeah, me so. neither wasn't something weird about that oh it was houston so what do you show the playbook against them when you're winning like like they weren't always ahead on the scoreboard but if you watch the game it always looked like they were up 31 nothing so yeah they, it just kind of felt like that too like also they were just like out of sync mark andrews wasn't there say flowers making his yeah. first start and he balled out rashad bateman only played 57 percent of the snaps like all of these guys really just weren't in sync at all so i mean it'll get better but our, what are we going to see from the rushing perspective so yeah i think it's a major question there um ryan terrell eckler not practicing again today herbert passing yeah i mean just it's it's gonna be go time boys um I'm going to, I mean, obviously don't get irresponsible, but I think uh, playing some alternate overs there is a good look, good way to get exposure to a potentially ceiling outcome there specifically. Uh, Noonan, you look kind of back right now. Uh, you want to do a little outro here? Any last uh, words? I thought it was back. I'm going to send this computer to uh, to the moon. I'm not sure what was happening there, but you guys did a good job at carrying that. I heard everything. I just, for some reason, I kept, you know, the screen is just spinning black and who knows, but uh Good stuff as always. Uh, again, appreciate everyone hanging out with us in the chats and firing uh, some thoughts to us. Again, uh, get into the uh, the Discord. You continue to get access to us all the time. You can tag any of us. Uh, our subscribers know any questions. We're always available. Uh, 444.com slash plans. Promo code week one gets you 25% off. Again, gets you access to everything on the site. Uh, again, don't forget to go over to Odds Jam. Find out all the great stuff that they got going on. Sloppy, you want to tell anyone about anything going on at Odds Jam or anything that you got going on, buddy? Two-week free trial, free, like completely free. Promo code SLOP at OddsJam. Check out the tools. I'm telling you, it saves me a lot of time, like all the time. Also at DGF, that fantasy optimizer I was talking about, SLOP is the promo code. I think it's 25% off for life. So there's that too. So 
telling you. It's a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time. Exactly. Well, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Ideally. Yeah. Theoretically, uh, it's a long time. Yeah. For hopefully for all of our listeners. So, uh, yeah, Connor, you want to tell anyone about their, you know, recommend any big booty mixes um, for the people? Um, yeah. Uh, if, if you're interested in like an hour long mix, uh, big booty mix by two friends, um, I, I like number 18 and 15. But uh, if you need to get some stuff done, it, it's a vibe for real. For all the youngs out there that like a uh, little bit of, you know, pop EDM remix for an hour, it's uh, absolute bangers. All right. Big booty mix for the people on the way out the door. <laughs> Love it. Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review, thumbs up, comments, likes, all those things. YouTube podcast form. We appreciate it greatly. We'll be back on Wednesday for our game breakdowns for week three. We get back in the spot every Friday afternoon. So for Connor and Slop, I'm Ryan. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody.